0: What's up, people? Welcome back to the Anchor Room. Well, today we are joined here by a special guest, uh, our very own Blair Brake. Say hello, B- Blair.
1: Hello. How's it going, Rigo? Uh,
0: hey, it's going well. For those of you guys who have uh, not had the privilege of meeting Blair, Blair serves on staff with us here at Chi Alpha at at, uh, UVA, and we're just so grateful for her. She just spoke this past week, and so we're excited to just have her on board here and, uh, yeah, just talk shop with her about Revelation and many other things. Right, Blair?
1: That is absolutely right. It is a pleasure to be here.
0: Super. So um, we'll start with a very important question. Um, I hear that you're into slow-cooked meals. So how did you get into slow-cooked meals and why?
1: But, you know what, I'm so glad you heard that because that is absolutely true. Um, <laughs> you know, honestly, it was my dad. He was is the, the chef in our family. Okay. My um, immediate family. And so he always, like, he would try to teach my sister and I growing up just like all sorts of different recipes and like whether or not we like listened I don't I don't know (laughs) but he I just always remember really enjoying doing the slow cooker ones and just learning about that and stuff so and now it just feels so easy to throw stuff in there and then leave it
0: so I love that so what are your top three slow cooked meals
1: Um, you know, I'll be honest. I don't really remember what I said on Instagram, but I'll tell you what I think right now.
0: Okay, great.
1: (laughs) I like making, um, like chicken for tacos in the slow cooker. Yeah. Salsa, some peppers, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, curry, Mm -hmm. any sort of like red or green curry is so Uh good in the slow cooker. Um, and I also really, I'm really into chili right now. Let's That's like go. a good fall meal, I think. So is there is there one you like in the slow cooker?
0: Yeah, well, I'm blessed that my wife is an amazing slow cooker, just an amazing cook in general. So I'm not going to lie. Um, Let's go. Yeah, she, a couple of our favorite slow cooked meals are uh, red beans, um, like New Orleans, Cajun style, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Um, she makes a good roast, a slow cooked roast. That's oh. always good. Um, and we, and she makes this white chicken chili uh, thing in the slow cooker, what, the crock pot, whatever you want to call it, but it's, it's great. great. So yes, I uh, 100% approve of slow cooked meals. So um, hope you guys can, hope you guys listening can uh, you know, take some notes and uh, start getting on your slow cook game on. Um, True but anyway let's talk about uh, other type of food how about the word right let's, let's talk go about spiritual food here um, this past week Blair blessed us with an awesome message on revelation uh, she was talking from um, revelation seventeen Which, uh, hey, you know what, guys, there's a lot of imagery here. And Blair did an amazing job talking to us about uh, what all this stuff is. And yeah, good job, Blair. So thankful for the way you um, just kind of talked to us in uh, today's language about what some of these images mean and might have meant for those uh, listening at the time. But anyway, I want to start with you just kind of reminding us of like maybe what was one of the big key takeaways Um, from this past week's message and maybe just to reiterate that point for us
1: sure yeah thank you Rigo I think like Rigo said there's just so much to this passage um so much imagery so I'd really encourage you all to do your own kind of deep dive into it but um, a main point that I got out of it in my my own study and from what we talked about last night was just this idea that Jesus really is king of kings and lord of lords and because of that you know we see god's plan um to bring his ultimate judgment on evil and we see that that's happening that's going to happen one day um, for once and for all but it's also happening um here and now as he works through us and as he invites us into um responding to evil and to fighting it and so um, yeah, I think the big takeaway there is that we get to be citizens of where where we are. We get to be participants yep. in in our lives, you know, so to speak. We get to be classmates and and husbands and wives and friends and family. Mm-hmm. But we also, um, yeah, we get to be ambassadors, and that we're, we're ambassadors for the kingdom that has come and is coming. So Amen. that's yeah. that's what I'm hoping we we get out of Revelation 17.
0: Yeah, and you know, there's obviously like a lot of very. Um, uh, intentional images here. We're talking about, you know, a, a woman described as a prostitute, a beast, mm-hmm. abominations of the earth. And, you know, I think w- a good question that I'd love to maybe ask you personally is, how how do you practically remind yourself of whose kingdom you're in when we face so many pressures like we have this year, right? 2020 will probably go down as maybe one of the worst years in history, right? You know, we've had many trivial things not go our way and then many other significant things not go our way. You know, we're dealing with the global pandemic. Um, We're uh, dealing with uh, pressures of of an unexpected school semester. Uh, We just, we're coming out of a highly contentious election cycle. Um, and, And, you know, there's other things that many of us might individually be dealing with. And so for you, Blair, I'd love to maybe have you give some advice or maybe a little bit of a personal glimpse into how you remind yourself that you're this ambassador of Christ and that and whose kingdom you belong to what does that practically look like in your day-to-day
1: yeah that's a good question I think yeah it's I I think the first thing I would want to say is it is really a journey. Like, I don't feel like Mm -hmm. I've arrived at this. I don't feel like I'm even that good at it. Um, but what I've been reminded of in this season is like, I don't know, just trying to make the daily effort to recognize where, what I'm putting my hope in. And I think another way to say that would maybe be like a more tangible way to think about that could be, you know, where are we finding our comfort right now? Mm. Because I think that comfort points to, you know, it can point to vices like, Mm. um, like things we might be addicted to like I do think it could point to like yeah just like things that we would kind of naturally associate with being bad in our minds um, or like even escapist behaviors or things like like we find comfort in those things but it can also be like the good things like it could be you know am I seeking more comfort from my housemates or um, yeah like I'm not even sure i'm (laughs) trying to think of examples in my own life but you know in some ways it can be the same of like am i using netflix to escape or am i using (laughs) it because it's like an okay thing to do right now and so i don't know just trying to walk the line of like where am i actually getting my comfort and is it is it god or is it Mm -hmm. anything else and because i do think comfort can point us to like where our hope is because ultimately like when what comforts us is taken away like we realize how much of our allegiance was there. We realize mm-hmm. how, like, what lengths we would go to yeah. to like preserve those things, and I think that can really point back to like who we're living for. Yeah. Um, and often for me in the season, like I've had to answer that question with, "I'm living for myself," and and those moments have been humbling. And
0: mm. but
1: also like those moments are the opportunity to turn and to like ask God for forgiveness and then just like keep going on the journey. So I think that's what I'd say.
0: Yeah, that's a very good point, Blair. And, you know, because I, I, I even think there are some things that like aren't necessarily like outright evil or sinful. It's not like, you know, watching Netflix is, is you know, part, partaking in the beast or anything right. like that. But yeah, I think you're right. When we maybe make one thing that might be culturally acceptable into mm-hmm. our place of comfort, we and when that's taken away we realize oh wow yeah maybe like i gave of myself too much into this one thing um and we realize uh many of us realize and i know know i've been guilty of this as well but that we're living for ourselves more than we're living for the kingdom yeah so but god calls us to be his ambassadors as you mentioned in in your message And, Mm -hmm. and i think something helpful for, you know, our listeners or students is maybe to re- be reminded of what it means to be an ambassador. So what does it mean to, for you to be an ambassador, practically speaking, you know, like, are you traveling to other countries? Or, you know, what, <laughs> what, <laughs> what does that mean for you? Right? What, what, I'd love to yeah. maybe hear some of your, your personal thoughts on that as well.
1: Sure. Yeah, I think that's a good question. And yeah, currently not physically traveling, but, <laughs> you know, we'll, look forward to when we can do that again but yeah i think you know the first thing for me and probably the the thing that drives the the other actions i would take is just remembering what scripture says about being an ambassador you know it's actually um where we get the name chi alpha from it's it's chi christ alpha ambassadors the first two letters in greek of, of christ ambassadors so i think what we you know, it's kind of funny to, to remember that and to realize in scripture, um, second Corinthians 520 talks about it. And it's, Paul is, is talking to the church about being an ambassador in the sense that we're reconcilers, that we're like called to go. go, It's in line with the great commission from Jesus to go and make disciples of every nation. And so there is that sense of and everything you're doing and you're going um, to to go with the goal to reconcile people to Christ. And so yeah. I think that is the first goal of an ambassador. It's to represent your king or to represent, you know, the place you're coming from. And to do that as Christ followers, you know, our, our gospel, the, the news that we come with is that God wants to reconcile people through Jesus. And so I think out of that, we you know, there's the overflow of um, seeking justice and the overflow of service and of,
0: mm-hmm. you know, all
1: of these like beautiful things that that we get to participate in as the family of God. Um, but I really, yeah, I do think it starts with the understanding of um, being a reconciler.
0: Yeah. You know, something that I'm, uh, I think is so true right now is that even while we might be preoccupied with our own conditions or or our own struggles, which at times are very legitimate things that we need to deal with and that we need help with. Yes, of course. And, and so I definitely don't want to downplay that. Um, but oftentimes we get very uh, self-centered, um, as you mentioned, on other trivialities. And, and I think for me, maybe being a Christ ambassador is remembering that there are people out there who have needs as, as well that maybe I can help to be a a part of the answer to in whatever capacity God has blessed me with. And, you know, we're, whether it's, you know, donating your time to to any volunteer effort that might be worthy, you know, and I'm not saying only volunteer with Christian organizations, you know, or like like the food bank needs help, you know, Um, donating articles here and there. I know even in my own, um, a native country Honduras they're currently going through a humanitarian crisis right now through um, the lingering effects of Hurricane Zeta and so okay. something that my wife and I are trying to answer right now is okay how can we be a help towards this because I have personal family members who have been affected and and so yeah how can we help be a help financially how can we help with donations and where can we yeah. you know and, and I think that that's part of this right that we don't get so caught up into cultural, uh acceptable things that we lose sight of being God's instruments in this world, right? It's what he put us here for as his ambassadors. Um, yeah
1: and Enrico, I love that that you brought up even just the idea of financial help because I think in the text, you know, we see Babylon as a picture of somebody who is extremely wealthy, but mm-hmm. whose wealth is being used just to secure power. Mm-hmm. But as yeah. Christ's ambassadors, when we can say like no, like, how will I use my money not right. to sustain myself, but to bless people around me? Like, we are we are looking right. with God's vision, you know. And yeah. so I just I love that, exactly. that.
0: Yeah, and that's so true. You know, like I, I definitely think that God has blessed many people, uh, many good Christian people with a lot of financial resources. Who, mm-hmm. you know, like that's very important in the kingdom. Like, you know, the kingdom can't often can't go forward without financial resources. And, and, and sometimes there are situations that happen around the world that require financial resources and God has blessed some in, in positions of power, um, not just for their sake, their own sake, but for the sake of being his ambassadors in those positions. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a very helpful reminder for us all. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Blair. So um, before we go, are there any other final encouragements or or maybe reminders you'd like to give our students?
1: I think just to close, I I want to encourage everyone listening to just have real conversations with your community about what you're processing here. You know, if there's an area that you're struggling with or you feel like your allegiance is there and not with Jesus, like I, I think we have this gift of community where we can just be honest about it and pray for one another and help each other turn to Jesus in those moments. Um, so yeah, I would say just get honest with yourself and get honest with your community. Um, because I, you know, I really do believe that as God, you know, wants us to help reconcile, like he also wants us to be reconciled to him. And I think, you know, obviously I think that there's the one time like salvation, like, point to that but I also think it's a daily reconciliation of like turning our eyes back to Jesus and so I would just want to encourage us to keep um, to keep doing that together in a community
0: awesome well thanks so much for that encouragement Blair and thanks for serving our fellowship this past week with um, you know your your words and the word of God as well so thankful for you and for those of you out there who haven't listened to Blair's message go and listen to it and Um, Yeah, definitely be encouraged by, um, yeah, this amazing call to remember, to be reminded of of whose kingdom we belong to and, and ultimately, you know, what that means for us as we are his ambassadors on this earth. Well, guys, hope you have a great week. And until next time, we are signing off from the Anchor Room. Peace out.